Welcome to the Battery Testing Mentor Podcast. My name is Johannes and here I discuss all topics around battery testing, battery safety, battery handling. Short on the point and with practical advice. Also visit www.batterytestingmentor.com and sign up there for the summary of the episode. Also what I tell you today, I will summarize and you receive it straight with the release of the episode. And if you have any questions, comments, feedback, just reply on this email and you directly reach me. Today I go into a new topic, um, uh, basically an old topic. I talked around about um, battery testing, about these testing cube, these three dimensions in the episode five, um, where we have the dimension of outside operation, inside operation, the cell module pack increase or, or like dimension and the first the third one is um, the electrical mechanical and environmental testing and today I want to pick some cubes out of this and talk about performance testing to be honest it's basically just one dimension uh, like the, the electrical testing, normally you do it inside the operation conditions. You can also do this outside, but you need a little bit different equipment for this because if you do it outside, you basically constantly poke the cell or the battery and just try that it reacts. Like if you have a lion and you poke him and poke him and maybe one point he jumps up and, and attacks you, and then it's nice if you have some safety in between you and the lion. And the third dimension is cell module pack. This is as well like covering the whole range. All of these um, different levels are tested for lifetime for performance, are tested in performance testing. The only difference is there again different machine like slightly higher power or a lot higher power, um, different sizes, different weights. But So very generally speaking, let's go ahead and say we have this battery, either cell, a module or a pack. We have this battery and we want to test it. We want to simulate the performance. We want to simulate the lifetime. What do we need to do? First thing is of course, we need to charge and discharge the battery. Um, we want to simulate the real use. So we use some load profiles that can come directly from the field. It can be really recordings. Imagine again the electric vehicle where somebody drove around with the car and recorded really the power profile. But it can be also artificial profiles where you really go yeah, kind of bring together certain scenarios where you know that this, for example, ages the, the battery the most, or you really uh, make sure that the battery can then perform or provide the performance that you need in, in certain uh, situations. And you target then the profile really to this, that you can make sure in every situation you, you get this power. So it's 
but basically it's still charging discharging sometimes longer charging phases sometimes it's really very short this is the, the first thing like if you pick now the cycler to connect the battery to you need to make sure that the the speed matches what you want to do like if you want to do a very dynamic driving profile with like changes every millisecond every 10 milliseconds you need a cycler that can react that fast there are a lot of more things to to consider when you talk about battery cyclers the whole yeah uh, uh, how how it's designed makes an impact like there are battery cyclers that need to kind of stop at zero ampere if you change from charge to discharge or the other way around so basically you you do this uh, step and then you have a very small step at zero ampere before you change into the the charging and discharging pattern and then there are those where it goes through and <clears throat> same when when it does the jump does it smoothly go into the the target current or does it um, oscillate a lot around this value before it narrows down um, also does it need a long time to go there does it need a short time to go there i mean that there are always compromises to make but generally yeah this is one aspect other aspects are the efficiency of course how it's cooled how the, the noise i mean there you go also in very operational aspects um, which can end up can you integrate the cycler into a lab, man if, um, lab management system so you have the battery you charge and discharge it you of course need the proper cables all the stuff connected and then the next very important point is the environment like you don't want to just put the battery somewhere on the floor um, and it's just at room temperature but nobody really knows how what temperature it really is but you also need a climate chamber or at least a temperature chamber so at least something to control the temperature um, in some tests you even go towards climate and control the humidity as well there you also need to make sure a lot of things like the power um, you need to consider that when the battery is charged there's uh, waste heat coming off so this the, the, this uh, chamber must be able to to deal with it to bring this waste heat out of the the chamber um, it needs enough space it needs enough um, air uh, change that the speed must be uh, good enough um, to make sure that there is also really an, an homogeneous uh, temperature inside the chamber if you have a bad chamber you might have at one corner of the chamber uh, five degrees different temperature than on the other corner um, also like really where the cells are it can happen that especially at low temperatures when if you have a bad chamber that you build a kind of microclimate around the cells and then your chamber says it's at minus 20 degrees but your cell is at zero because the heat is is kind of kept around the cell and the the air circulation is not well enough to take away this heat from the cell so then we have the cycler and the chamber is that all not yet i mean if in in simple um, tests you have now taken care of the setup what is very very important is of course the measurement you need proper measurement you need fast enough measurement you need accurate measurement 
because if you do tests, you want to have them repeatable. You want to be able to say, if I do the same test somewhere else, or even in the same location, I want to have the same result. And there are two things to it. On the one hand, the setup, the setup must be really well documented and, and clear and it must be so well defined that you can just easily replace it somewhere else without some, some black holes where you say, oh, this was not defined, we don't know how it was done. And on the other hand, you need to measure the result because only then you can make sure that it is really repeatable if you have all the data and can compare it and can then really say, okay, you did the same test, same setup, have the same result. And here again, if you have very fast tests, high uh, like drive cycles and so on that are very fast, you need also fast measurement rate. If you have a drive cycle with uh, like 100 or 10 millisecond change time and you uh, record the voltage only every second with one hertz, I mean, you, you get a feeling for it and you get a result, but if something goes wrong, you are lost in, in this data because the, the voltages are not really um, uh, precise enough to, to understand if the drive cycle has been run. So these are the core points. Now, there can come a lot on top. I mean, most obvious when you say measurement is a lot of additional measurement sensors, like hundreds of temperature sensors inside the battery or pressure sensors um, to, to see how the battery behaves. Of course, you need to, to measure the voltage um, inside the, like with the cycler and so on, and maybe also uh, really measure every cell voltage. Um, I mean, not only maybe, this is definitely needed, especially if you go to modules and packs. Uh, I mean, a test without measuring every cell voltage is almost like asking for a problem. But then there are other things as well, like um, a cooling system. This is not very often used on, on cell level, but especially at module level, it starts normally already in pack for sure, where you have the external cooling to bring away the heat um, to simulate also how the battery is cooled in the final vehicle. Um, there you also need to yeah, have a lot of things in mind um, regarding this cooling. It really can yeah, turn into a complex thing, especially if you have the uh, pressure controlled and, and volume flow controlled and uh, a, a combination out of several things. And then another thing apart from the cooling is can communication. This is also something that happens or takes place mainly on um, module and pack level, especially on, on pack level. It is very common. It also helps you to reduce the measurement need normally because the BMS um, that is in the battery will measure quite a lot of values already and then send them out. And this is definitely very, very helpful. These are now the, the main uh, functions that you need for performance testing. There is one very important thing and that is safety. 
I didn't cover it. It's super important. It is also maybe worth once on a separate um, episode because you don't want that any major damage happens when the battery starts burning. I mean, in performance testing, especially if you're inside the operation conditions, it should not happen that a battery goes into thermal runaway. There should not be an accident. You can never 100% exclude it. And that's the tricky thing. Like, there's always a, a certain possibility that something happens. And yeah, we don't want that anything like this turns into really a an, big thing, into a catastrophe. Um, and above all, we don't want that anybody gets harmed. Like no person should be, be harmed by just some, some battery starting to burn during a test. And for this safety, you need yeah things like fire extinguishing, like a pressure release. There, there are many, many um, aspects. Maybe it makes really sense to make an, a separate exp um, episode because I see the time is running out again. Just wrap up now. We have here the, the performance testing. We have talked about performance testing. You need the cycler, you need the climate chamber, potentially a cooling system, can a system. You definitely need measurement systems and you need to make sure it's safe. If you want to have this into your inbox and sign up for the email update on www.batterytestingmentor.com and um, otherwise I am looking forward to seeing you and hearing you next week again here at the Battery Testing Mentor podcast.